Hello everyone and welcome to Refinery Life Australia. I'm Gary Hoban, I'm the Senior Pastor and Lead Elder of Refinery Life Church Australia on the beautiful Gold Coast. If you're on the Gold Coast at any time, feel free to come and join us as we meet together and we share in the Word of our Lord. We meet at 9.30 on Sundays at 222 Turpin Road, Labrador. For more details, you can visit our website, which is www.refinerylife.org. We hope you enjoy this message and that you really get a touch from God today. Welcome, everyone. One of the greatest tragedies of life is the inability or the neglect of a father to pass on to his children the benefits of his experience. Fathers must instruct, they must warn, and they must encourage their children. And for the next while, on Wednesday evenings, the messages will be from John's first epistle, and they're titled, The Counsel of a Spiritual Father to His Children. And today we're discussing the Christ we preach, because I'm not sure whether you know, but the Christ that's preached in some churches isn't the Christ that's in the Bible. And the text we're concentrating on is 1 John 1 to 3, and it says, That which we have seen and heard, we proclaim also to you, so that you too may have fellowship with us. And indeed, our fellowship is with the Father and with the Son, Jesus Christ. And the scripture reading is 1 John 1, 1 to 4. We're going to break it down today. It talks about the word of life. It says, That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we looked upon and have touched with our hands concerning the word of life. Verse 2. The life was made manifest and we have seen it and testify to it and proclaim to you the eternal life which was with the Father and was made manifest to us. That which we have seen and heard we proclaim also to you so that you too may have fellowship with us. And indeed, our fellowship is with the Father and with the Son, Jesus Christ. And we are writing these things so that our joy may be complete. 1 John is the most intimate letter in the New Testament. And although John touched on many fundamental doctrines and truths within the Christian faith, it was not his purpose to write formally or systematically, as was most often true with the Apostle Paul. 1 John deals with family matters. We might compare it to a letter from a father to his small children who need to be encouraged or perhaps reprimanded and mostly to be reminded that God is love and that they are to manifest God's love constantly through their lives. Yet there's an immediate reason why John wrote this letter when he did. A group of so-called Christians known as Gnostics were perpetrating a heresy within the church. They were teaching that all matter was inherently evil, and God being good could have nothing to do with evil matter. Therefore, they taught that God could not have been incarnate in the body of Jesus. They said that Jesus only appeared to have lived in the flesh, and that he was nothing more than a phantom, And to John, as it is to me, this is false teaching. And it was taking the heart of the Christian faith. It was taking it out of the Christian faith. 
So his letter is a manifesto, that is, it proclaims what is shown and proved in the life of Jesus Christ. In the start of John's letter, 1 John 1-4, he told us three things about Jesus, and then he developed these truths in the remainder of the letter. John said that Jesus is the source of our life in 1 John 1, 1-2, and he is the source of our life. John plunged into a series of proofs attesting to Jesus' humanity. First, he said that he and his fellow disciples had heard Jesus speak. And the verb heard is the perfect tense, which means they had heard Jesus, not just one time, but repeatedly, and his words had been etched on their hearts. Next, John declared that he had seen Jesus. And the word John used for seen means more than having just received a visual image. It means that he had understood or he'd perceived and he discerned. And then John said, which we have looked upon. And here he used another word that means to gaze at with wonder or to gaze at with awe or reverence. And finally, John said that he had handled Jesus with his hands. This is the word Jesus used after his resurrection to prove his, to his disciples that he was not a spirit, but that he had had a body. Look at Luke 24, 39. It says, See my hands and feet, that it is I myself. Touch me and see, for a spirit does not have flesh and bones, as you see that I have. 1 John 1, 2 is an expansion of what John said in verse 1. Jesus the source of our life, has been manifested. And there is no way that his existence, death or resurrection can be denied. John said that Jesus is the subject of our preaching in 1 John 1.3. If you're not preaching Christ, you're not preaching the Bible. In verse 1, John spoke of the word of life. These words were, were the dawn that broke through the darkness of sin. But now the dawn became noon, as John identified the word of life as Jesus Christ, God's Son. And this Christ is the one whom we have seen with our eyes of our souls and heard through the living words of Scripture. John said something that shocked every God-fearing Jew who would not so much pronounce the name of God. He said, our fellowship is with the Father. How dare a sinful creature presume that he can fellowship with the almighty God of creation? The secret lay in the blessed intercessor, Jesus Christ. He introduced people to God as the Father. Our fellowship with God as Heavenly Father comes through our relationship with His Son, Jesus Christ. Now, there's so many people who worship the Holy Spirit or they worship Jesus, but they forget about the Father. Our Catholic friends worship Mary, but they don't really worship God, do they? Therefore, Jesus and Jesus alone is the subject of our preaching. There is nothing else. John wrote about sharing our faith in 1 John 1-4. Note the order here. Real joy comes after fellowship with God. His son and his children has been established. 
That's when our joy comes. This unique relationship enables us to experience true joy. And Jesus desired that his followers have joyful hearts. Never in the Bible are Christians instructed to be depressed or pessimistic. Never. One of the goals Jesus had in mind as he taught his disciples was for them to experience joy. John 15, 11 says, These things I've spoken to you, that my joy may be with you, and that your joy may be full. What was the joy that filled Jesus' soul? It's a good question. It was the completion of our salvation. Look at Hebrews 12, 2. It says, Looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Likewise, our joy is based on the finished work of Jesus on that cross. Salvation and joy are inseparable. This contagious joy adds an effective note to the sharing of our faith. As we finish up, this has to be the Christ that whom we preach. There can be no other Christ that we preach. He is the source of our life and he's the subject of our preaching. Because of who he is, we share our faith so that others may know this joy that we can't contain. And my challenge to you is this week, which Christ are you preaching? If it's not the one that's in the Bible, I encourage you to go searching for him. And I really want to encourage you during your Bible study time. Be diligent with it because God has so much more for us than we can get from just going to church once or twice a week and hearing someone else talk about the word. When you spend time with God, your life will change in amazing ways because he is a redeemer. There's nothing that's too hard for him and he can make you whole spirit, soul and body. And you're important to God. You know that already. But you're also important to us at the refinery. So when it comes to prayer... We believe that God wants to meet your needs and reveal his promises directly to you. So whatever you're concerned about, and whatever you need prayer for, we want to be here for you. Or even if you just want to say hi, you can contact us on www.refinerylife.org or via any of our social media channels. Until next time, stay in the blessings. <laughs>